Today on Season 2, Episode 5 of Talkin' Hockey, we're going to talk about the Brian Little injury. We're going to talk about Shifley and Wheeler being split up. We'll talk about our vintage hockey hair player, Bob Ganey, and Jonathan Taves, our local legend. Speaking of Taser, I went down to Grand Forks, checked out the UND game down there, and I got a report from the road. Oh, and we might talk about Don Cherry. Here comes the intro. Here's Lemieux. The center penalty coming up. Look at Lemieux. Let's go now. All right, stick on the ice. It's Talking Hockey, the Hockey Talking Show. I am co-host Tom. I've got with me on the ones and twos, Randy. How you doing, buddy? What does that mean? The ones and twos? I'm I, don't, I don't know. It's like a DJ turntable? thing. Yeah, Sweet. Yeah. You're our technical advisor, <laughs> okay. so it's close enough. Right on. Um, I'm, I'm going to spin spin the tables. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> uh, welcome to season two, episode five of Talking Hockey, the Hockey Talking Show. Normally, we're doing Mondays this season. That's our day. But uh, this is the second time we've done a Tuesday due to, you know, life and uh, what have you. And uh, second time that there's been a Jets game on while we're recording. So It's a bit distracting. Yeah. yeah. But I've hey. got my back to the telly, as they say in Britain, the telly, the tube. Anywho, uh, season two, episode five. Uh, we've got our local beer of the week here. We're going to dip into real quick, like... Um, but let's first tell you about all the channels you can see us on. So head on over to www.umfm.com. Go in the search bar, type talking hockey. And there we are. You'll be able to go back through all our uh, season two epi- episodes. They're all up there um, for your convenience. And then uh, on Apple iPod, sorry, iTunes. <laughs> I sound like a senior <laughs> citizen there. <laughs> Apple the old, iPod. On the Googles. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, on, uh, so I discovered something actually, our show is categorized under the wilderness. It's tagged wilderness <laughs> nice. on Apple, uh, iTunes. There's something wild so, about it. Yeah, exactly. So I got to figure out how to change that to, uh, sports and hockey, but, um, yeah, we're there. Just go to iTunes or your podcast catcher for Apple and type in that. Give us a five-star review if you like the show and, uh, tell your friends, leave a review you know, all of that stuff. Hit us up, drop us a line, talkinghockeypod at gmail.com. Uh, check out the Instagram at talkinghockeypodcast and the Twitter at talkinghockeypod. Yep. So those are all the ways you can get a hold of us and find out what we're doing. The Instagram's full of all your favorite vintage hockey hair photos and stuff like that. Greasy salads, uh, feathery dusters, uh, <laughs> you know, parties in the front. No, but, well, parties, business in the front and parties in the back, but you know. Um, uh, how's the digital mailbag going? Have we had, do we have anything this week? Um, I, nothing, well, we, do, I got a little bit of feedback this week for okay. sure. Um, but so someone but hit I don't us up really on have, one of those channels? 
sorry someone hit us up on one of those little uh, well, one of my buddies just hit me up on facebook messenger okay, okay. <laughs> well you know I, I, was, I thought of an idea the other day actually yeah. just to maybe encourage um some interaction here from whoever's out there listening yeah let's say if you dm us a question or a topic on one of the social media to, guys to there. the instagram let's just say instagram so yeah. it's it's one okay if, if you're the 10th person then, then Tommy and I will take you out for a beer. Yeah, yeah. At Sucrums. Oh, that's Kay? yeah. But you have to be from Winnipeg. If you're not from Winnipeg, I'll I'll freaking e-transfer you like eight bucks. <laughs> <laughs> but it's got to be the tenth person. So Chicago, Matt, if it's you, well, I'm gonna yeah. have to send you eight. Although I do have eight U.S. dollars left over from my trip, I oh. can just throw it in the mail. Yeah, put her in an envelope. Yeah. But let's do that. So that if 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 we get just to encourage some interaction here on on the old internets yeah and he was he he gave us a message on on the instagram yeah. dm um because i was inquiring i wanted he he writes for the hockey buzz blog obviously right, right? Yeah. so this is chicago matt um but he writes for the panthers on the hockey buzz blog anyway i was uh inquiring about his availability to maybe uh be on the show be on the program nice but, uh we'll work out the details so okay so you're you're in charge of the old Instagram there. Okay. So from the moment that this episode goes live, mm -hmm. the tenth question or topic that we're messaged, okay. that person is going out for a beer with us to Sucrums. All right. Okay? I like it. That's All right. A, cool. That's an excellent listener challenge. And speaking of beer. Speaking of beer, let's get into our tasty local craft beer of the week. Um, this week, it's Little Brown Jug. Uh, with the golden ale. Now we've not done LBJ on the show yet, which is surprising in some way. They're one of the OG uh, Winnipeg craft beers of that sort of recent wave, I should say. Um, you know like, what? I've, I haven't been to their place. Have really? You? Is that right? Yeah. yeah, I have. And you know what? Tomorrow night there's a bubble hockey tournament going on. They've got a sweet bubble hockey table. Jeez, wow. And there's a tourney. My buddy James, shout out to uh, James at uh, Little Brown Jug. I'll tell him to put the pod on the speakers there. Um, yeah. Anyway, he uh, he he notified me about this uh, tourney tomorrow, and I'm not sure I can make it, but I'm gonna. I'd really like to. This is the second time they've done it. And, right on. Uh, That's cool. Yeah, uh, it's great vibe. Wonderful little spot. My wife does their opera thing there. Uh, opera by the pint. It's called. So okay. check that out. Comes cool. in the winters. Uh, you know, Google that. And, yeah. Um, right on. Yeah, but uh, we've not had uh, Little Brown Jug on the show. Uh, their main one's the 1919, which is like a Belgian wheat ale. I've had that one. I haven't had this one. Amazingly, they were sold out of it at the beer store, the one on Pemonine Grant, which, hmm. you know, like I've been there a million times, not, you know, not counting specifically, but like <laughs> uh, there's always, you know, there's always, it's like one of the standards you see in every beer store around yeah. the city. Hey, it's probably, I would think that it's probably one of Winnipeg's most popular local beers. I, would, th I would think it so. It seems to yeah. be everywhere. Yeah. It's not particularly my cup of tea, interestingly enough. You well, know what? It's not a, it's not I've that done some research but, and right. I know what it is that I'm not a fan of. Yeah. It's the Belgian hops. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. But this guy, now Little Brown Jug is a Belgian type of brewery. So, but this, I've had this one. I don't know if you have. No, I haven't. I don't think. It's made with local honey. It's a real nice beer. Nice. It's real nice. Let's get into it without Let's further delay. Oh, I got a little bit of splatter on the microphone <laughs> that's what they're for the little <laughs> yeah, spit, spit cards. cards yeah yeah so yeah first sip here oh yeah yeah actually it's got a little bit of a 
whole garden taste to it. If you're sure, familiar yeah. with that. Certainly. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I like it. Yeah. It's good. Um, it's a, it's a sort of a crisp lager or no, it's an ale. So I don't know, you know, what's it officially called here? Golden ale. Yeah. Just gold, little brown jug, golden ale. Okay. So it's brewed to commemorate the Winnipeg general strike circa 1919. So, uh, Winnipegians will know, um, and Winnipeggers. Uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> I don't know why. So Winnipegians, Haligonians. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> this past summer was the 100 year anniversary of the Winnipeg General Strike, which was like the largest of its kind. I uh, I forget the numbers. I went on a walking tour of the Exchange District and learned all about it this summer, but I forget all the numbers. But anyway, a new a new monument was installed at the corner of. Uh, <clears throat> Market in Maine. Market in Maine. There it is. Um, and uh, it's a it's a rail car that there's a famous photograph. Yeah, it's was, on the it's on the on the can there. Yeah, yeah, on the can. Uh, tipped over the in the general strike and uh, set on fire, or just I tipped think over. So. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, yeah. So uh, little brown jug. Honestly, I know more about hockey than I do know about the Winnipeg general strike. Mm-hmm. So. The goalie, he has the. Uh, I play like a Friday night sort of old timers type of thing. The goalie is the guy who just wrote and produced and directed the musical movie that came out called Strike! Exclamation oh, yeah. point. Oh, cool. Yeah. What's his name? Danny Sure. I know who that is. Yeah. yeah so I used check to, it. Check I it used out. to be an assistant uh, at his recording studio. Yeah. Like a long time ago. Yeah. Yeah. Right cool. on. Is so, he a good goalie? He hasn't played yet because he <clears throat> suffered a heart attack just recently. Oh, wow. He's recovered. He okay. said he's feeling great, but yeah. he's not playing right now. Okay, but he's well. he's come to the rink and hung out a little bit. I'm pretty sure he also made a documentary about Terry Sawchuk. Okay. Yeah. Right on. Cool. Yeah. Danny, right cool guy. I've talked to him a few times now. So There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Right on. Um, great beer. Great taste. Let's get her going here. Yeah. Uh, puck's about to drop for the first period. So the boys are lining up. There is a little bit of chitter chatter on the wings. Couple fellers slashing shin pads and whatnot. And ref dropped the puck. Away we go. Jets talk. Uh, let's talk Brian Little's injury. Yeah, that that was something else. First first question I thought though is was it deflected? Not the, not that it matters, but I know, eh? Because I think it matters for poor Nikolai Ehlers' spirits. Because that was a pretty high clapper. It was, yeah. You got to like, keep that was, those that, down. <laughs> <laughs> like if you're I, thinking about the math, that was like if Brian Little is six foot one. Is or he? I don't know. Whatever. But he's he's around, probably around you know, there. Six foot, but on say, skates, yeah. he's yeah. he's probably six three. Yeah. So that that's like a six foot high slap shot. The net is four feet high. Yeah. You're kind of going a bit high there, Nikki. Yeah, you gotta keep those shots down. But um I, I don't know if it was tipped. There was one angle where it looked like it might have been. It rode up a stick or a blade a little bit. So uh, very hard to say, but that was a howitzer for Pretty sure. Scary. Pretty scary. And just yeah, uh Poor Brian Little, and he's he missed the first nine games due to concussion. Comes back, he's put puts up five points in in seven games. He's Scores the good. OT winner, Heritage Bal- Classic, balancing the lines, looking like a beauty, uh, real real team guy. And then this happens, um, and I couldn't really watch it. Like I had to, I had to turn away and whatnot. It was just too. I didn't like it. Yeah, <laughs> gave me the willies, but. Um, so he spent the night in the hospital and I think a couple and, nights from okay. what I heard. Yeah. 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 Um yeah, you know what? Like obviously with with everything that the Jets have gone through so far this season, it seems like 
there's some sort of like I said, I think in the group the group text there, did mm. someone break a mirror like while walking underneath sure. a ladder? Like yeah, while holding seemed, a black cat. It, and, yeah, it and like, just seems like the, the the bad luck continues for the Jets. But yeah. at the same time, uh, you know, like guys just have to kind of pick up their game and help help fill fill in the gaps and yeah. and, and, and you know until uh, whatever if if he comes back or what you know I I don't <clears throat> I guess the official. The official statement. Well, the Jets released a like a PR statement. I think qu- quite early, saying like like the next morning or something, saying that it was like a serious injury or whatever. And he's like, but you basically knew that he was going to be out for a while. And yeah. then, without naming names, someone leaked some sort of miss. Right. So the brain bleed. Thing, yeah. Right. Um, it, I don't know. It just seemed like someone tried to beat everybody to the punch and leak some news or whatever. It yeah. seems like that's not correct. And then, and then I guess he's got a broken eardrum and he's experiencing vertigo. vertigo yeah. yeah. So I guess obviously Which, that messes up with your the balance yeah, and everything. For that, sure. Um, um, you know, I guess however long it takes to heal and then trying to kind of get yeah. get every, your balance back. So and when I started hearing the news about the extents of his injuries, I was like, oh, man, is like he could be done forever. And I mean, who knows? But I think that was the the diagnosis has kind of improved a little bit. Yeah, it's like, okay, no, he could come back. But like, what the timeline is, it's really hard to say because Corey Crawford, I believe, had vertigo and was out. You know, over the last three, over the last handful of years, he's missed a lot of time. So it's really hard to say what will uh, transpire, Brian Little Wise. Uh, But you know, really, all you can do is like throw your best wishes out for him because he's been a integral jet since like the day he was drafted as a thrasher and came you know and came from barry changed his number because he didn't want to take um power chuck but speaking of which that guy's uh fighting cancer right now that's right so uh this is the infirmary ward roundup i guess but like i (laughs) yeah anyway it's it's not anything to joke about but uh Oh yeah, tough luck, tough, tough luck, and the Jets have just been smitten, bitten by the injury <laughs> bug. <They're, laughs> I think they're not smitten no. by the way that they've been bitten. Um, but yeah, geez, say like uh, just last week, Poolman missed a game or two. Uh, I don't know who else is out right now, but uh, well, Appleton and uh, well, and then uh, obviously Bufflin's had the surgery, so he's technically injured. But I mean, he hasn't been here all year and who knows what's going on there but uh but i think you know in moments like this you also have it it gives guys like an opportunity and it certainly. seems like jack roslovich is like on he's kind of on stepping the cusp, it up yeah of, of maybe Looking like pretty good like uh, kyle connor a couple years ago like yeah. not i'm not saying that jackie boy is gonna have 30 goals this year but yeah. i think the, the kid needs to play yeah you know and you know unfortunately with brian little being out He's getting. But, he's gonna get Jack, ice time. Jack gets and stuff. to get more ice time and gets gets to play on a wing it's, with Blake Wheeler. It's definitely um, given some players opportunities, and one of those opportunities, or you just mentioned his name is Blake Wheeler. He's now gonna center the second line. So, so they they're breaking up Shifley and Wheeler, which yeah. was the question last week on the who's wearing the pants segment. But well, I, I'm wearing the pants of somebody else. Shovel day out. No, Murray's. But anyway. I think without Brian Little, I don't think 
they split them up. I think if Brian Little is still here, I still sure, think absolutely. there's this yeah. staying together. Yeah. But just like a couple seasons ago there where when Chifley was out for a while and then uh, Wheeler played center. So what's that saying? Circumstance breeds opportunity. Opportunity. Yeah. And that's what this is basically for uh, in a number of ways. And But and, we even talked about that, how Ehlers and Roslovich were playing well together and yeah. now they get to be winger pairs together yeah. with centered by Wheeler who can di- distribute the puck. To both sides, yeah. and then you now you got uh, Shifley playing with. Uh, he can set up Patrick Liney now. Yeah, and unlike the uh, other year when Shifley went down with injury and and Wheeler filled in at center there, he was playing first line center there. So you've still got the luxury of having Mark Shifley now, number you one, know, being yeah. your number one center. So that that's good for the Jets. And so uh, Wheeler's minutes can be kind of managed a little better there. He's actually, I've I was noticed, looking at, yeah, sorry. I was just looking at average time on ice earlier today of the Jets and uh, Morrissey Pionk are at the top. And then you got Shifley and Wheeler, I believe it is. And Connor's right up there as well. But uh, I think with, with Wheeler, like, you know, you love him. Nice guy tries hard, but sometimes he gets super cast out there and you can see he's just fighting it and whatever. And that's not to say he's out of shape or anything like that. Just the way she goes kind of thing. And um, if they can keep his minutes no more than 20, I think that's best. Yeah. I, and I don't want to be Captain Obvious here, but at the same time, the more that you can play all of your lines, I think that just yeah. is a better uh, you know better yeah. outcome. And, but the team. Jets are a three-line team right now. Pretty that much. fourth line is getting nothing. So well with um, Gustafson and now Gustafson Luoto. Shaw and Luoto was the fourth line and they did, so they saw gonna, thirty gonna... seconds in the third period last game apparently. Yeah. So I didn't get to see that game. I was uh, stuck in an airport, I believe, but uh, I wasn't stuck. I just was at. But um, yeah. Anyway, I, just, I I saw or heard that yeah they got thirty seconds of ice time in the third. So. Old Paul Maurice, she's he's uh, rolling three lines deep pretty right much, now, yeah. pretty much. Yeah. What do you think it's gonna? And this is not the pants question, but right. what do you think it's gonna take to have that fourth line play some more time? Right. Like I don't know. Um, I would like to see them get some more time, but I guess it's just gonna take them doing. Here's a, here's a whole heap of hockey cliches coming at you. Doing the little things right, and, <laughs> yeah. you know, uh, one shift at a time, and. Uh, that kind of thing, like just not giving up opportunities against, I suppose, maybe even generating an opportunity. Um, I don't know though. Like I, I've, I've liked what I've seen of Gustafson and uh, Luoto. I haven't really seen a game with him playing yet because of, like I said, I kind of missed some games here, but um, you know, uh, he looked good in the early season and I was kind of half surprised they didn't call up uh, the Russian feller there. Chipisov. Um, he he's looked in, good in yeah. the early season. I think he's got like a season. point streak going on, going okay. down. So maybe they're yeah. just like letting him get that North American vibe going and and see where that leads to. But I think Luoto's in that same boat. He was over in KHL or wherever he was when he came over. I don't know anything about the guy to be honest with you. I just know that he's got my number forty six. Hey, Jets need a seventy four. Yeah. Uh, I've been discovering more and more 74s all the time. So for the listeners out there, if you're unfamiliar, uh, I in our rec league hockey, I wear number 74. Randy wears number 46. We're the Kostitsin brothers. <laughs> um, big tits and little tits. Uh, but, you know, I've been noticing number 74 more and more out in the wild. Um, the Debrusque. last 
Yeah, depressed. But uh, Madison Bowie, a Winnipeg native. Oh, yeah. He's wearing number 74. Nice. So I, I found a new way to watch highlights that I really like, and that's by on YouTube, on my TV, and then you go to, like, the NHL, whatever, extended ones, and you get, like, nine-minute highlight packs. Okay. From and the same game, you mean, or what? Like, from any game. Every oh, okay. game. Cool. Yeah, it's amazing. It's right way on. better than watching, like, Sportsnet highlights or whatever. But cool. anyway, Actually, we're talking Jets. One last thing here, Jets. <laughs> if you, So if you think about if Brian Little can come back this season, and you got Mason Appleton, and then all of a sudden, if you keep these lines the same and you add those two guys, then maybe you are, are getting closer to being having four lines you can run, run. Yeah, for sure. They're looking right now, the three lines that they do run and the that quote-unquote ragtag group of defensemen, hey, they've been buying into whatever defensive structure has been being preached and they're playing some good team defense right now because in their last five, they're 4-0-1, not withstanding tonight's game currently being played which i don't know what the score is it's one nothing for colorado okay um but the, yeah they've got nine goals against in their last five so 10 in their last six now and uh a lot of that i would say is that team defense buy-in but uh, also hellebuck i mean the guy's been oh, yeah. standing He's on been, the head yeah. been amazing 930 something save percentage so that's what you want that's what He's you need you stolen like, you like quite it. a few games so far this year especially yeah. that san jose game yeah he made uh that big against vancouver made the big save on brock bezer and then uh that was know, a great game all the fellers were up there tapping the sticks on the bench and getting all excited and yeah yeah it was a, it was a good one and he's been great and that's what you need to your goalie and we um, picked vancouver as like one as a team to watch yeah last, last time week. we and said then yeah, our boys here the jets take it they're to on them. a little bit of a skid and while meanwhile the jets are on a little bit of a streak so that's the way she goes in the nhl hey up and down you get a little and that's the way she goes in beer league we were on a bit of a losing skid but hey we got one win let's build on that there you go <laughs> so yeah i don't know jets wise um we, we 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 touched on a few things i want to like that uh what, what game was that the uh lowry that was vancouver lowry's empty netter was a yeah. vancouver game yeah so, so it was matty perot stole the puck at yeah. the blue line there fed it down to adam lowry he's yeah. on johnny on the spot empty net passes over to andrew cop yeah. To give him the gimme. He's like in front of the empty <laughs> yeah. net, passes to Cop. Cop's like, get, Gives the, it right get back. the fuck out yeah. of here. Gives it right back to him. I, you know what? I was thinking, was that just a clever way to get everyone a point? Oh, yeah. I think it was Lowry being like, <clears throat> just Lowry. He's not a selfish guy, whatever. And he's like, here, Copper, take this one. And Cop's like, you haven't <laughs> even gotten a point yet this year. So yeah. he gives it to Lowry. Good and Lowry to gets his first goal of the year, first point of the year. Next game, he gets an assist. So he's on a he's on Two a heater. heater. Look yeah. out! But I, I'll tell you though, Adam Lowry's playing pretty unreal so far oh, this yeah. season. The points haven't shown up for him, but that's fine. He, he's just doing his thing, and and I I think he's been one of the most solid Jets. I, I will say I think Hellebuck's been the team MVP to this point, but I really like the way Lowry's playing and uh, just shutting players down. When you look at that, like uh, nine goals against in the last five, like. Lowry gets he gets the top dogs every night pretty much so. yeah and then you got Ehlers job. and Connor both looking really good like yeah. Ehlers seems like he really stepped up his game this season and then Connor has just been he's been like basically the factor mm. in a lot of these games like his break did you see yeah. his breakaway goal against yeah. Vancouver man did he ever he just stole the take puck off. from Tyler Myers yeah yeah, yeah. and just took off yeah. and like made that deke at high speed yeah. He also he set was up, gone by like by the time they hit the red line, he was like oh, he was so gone, far yeah. ahead. It was insane. And then his play on the two on one, uh, 
to beat Calgary in in overtime there of yeah, the Heritage Classic. The Heritage Classic, yeah. And then his goal, his to, overtime goal between the pads against Vegas, Vegas yeah. has beauty, and uh, he's, he just seems to be a part of every clutch goal. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he's looking good. I think he's got seven on the year, co-leading with uh, Shives. No, Ehlers. Yeah. yeah. Um, Let's talk Shively. about that. So yeah. the the points. Okay. So you so you now like you've got. Blake Wheeler is not leading the t- team in points. Yeah, he's. Uh, I think he's five goals, five assists through eighteen games. I'm. I, I'm. I'm pretty sure he is. Bring it up here. Uh, Shifley, Ehlers, Line, Connor, and maybe even Pionk are all ahead of Wheeler. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And maybe Pionk's, Morrissey. Pionk's got two goals and like eleven assists or something. Like he's he's but, doing. But right. I think like Wheeler is like seventh or eighth. Shifley line air at the top of the Jets. I'm just sorry. I'm uh, bringing it up here, but you know. Internet. But yeah, you're, you're like you know. Obviously, it's still early in the season. But are we kind of seeing a little bit of the future here with like these young guys starting to take over? I would say so for sure. Um, it just it seems like. That's and and famously in the off season, Lion A said, "I want more," and he's getting more. He's playing 19 minutes a night, average time, yeah. which is on his, the top line, his top, and um, he's second in the team in scoring with 15 points through uh, 16 games. Yeah, he missed two, right? Yeah. He so did. so Wheeler is b- below all those guys, yeah, including Morrissey. Yeah. 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 So. Um, <clears throat> But yeah, when you look at your average time on ice here, where's that at? Jeez, we've got all kinds of stats here. Where's this? Where is it? It's right there, but it's not oh. it's not sorting. Anyway, okay. whatever the hell. Whatever. Anyway, doesn't matter. It's all good. Yeah. So yeah, anyways, you know, who would have thought that Wheeler would have been below all these guys mm-hmm. um, from scoring, what, 91 yeah. points last year? Yeah, he's had back-to-back 90-plus point seasons. Um, and then he got the big contract and an extension. He's 30 however many years old, which, look, I'm 30 however many years old too. But, um, you know, as a pro hockey player, that's kind of traditionally when you go down. But I, I don't feel bad about his contract. I think it's... It's I'm I'm perfectly fine with it, but like I don't really like talking about contract stuff. So I also <laughs> think once their power play gets going and it's going to, then then he's he'll get, get some points get because some their points. power play has been stank. Yeah, and Line A, speaking of, just got his fourth goal of the season the other night against Dallas, and his first, and that was his first power, power play, play goal. goal. Yeah. And that was a heck of a shot. That oh, was yeah. that was your that was your trademarked patented line A laser, as they like to say. Um, so you got like that. And Perot was throwing down the screen in front of the net. Little old Matty P, love that feller. I oh. think I think it's only going to be time until Wheeler is back up near the top. But I just after kind of nerding out on some stats over the past couple of days, I yeah. just noticed how for how far yeah, down he was on, totally. on the but stats. it's a good sign for the jets oh for sure you know yeah and i think jack rostovich is going to be there soon and yeah. yeah so ross right now he's got uh three goals no wait sorry that's wrong column jumping jehoshaphat's here we got uh Roslevic, three goals for us is seven points there we go so he's what three behind wheeler yeah 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 cool mm-hmm 
Well, what do you think? I got one more question for you, Jets-wise, yeah. here. And I know it's a little sore spot for you, a little bone of contention. But I want to <laughs> talk to you about the ESPN players poll that came out and famously said... Classic. Uh, with the quote about the one player there. He you said, wash you can't even go for a coffee. You got to wash your face when you get back to the hotel. Winnipeg's a dirty city. I mean, what's going on there, yeah. Randy? <laughs> well, it is dirty. Have you seen the streets? <laughs> yeah, have you seen the streets? Well, I'll tell you, though, uh, coming from the East Coast where they salt the streets instead of sand them, because, hey, hockey's a winter sport. Newsflash. Winter in Canada is... That's what you get. That's what you get. Yeah. So um, on the prairies here, well, the, con- the the constant temperature doesn't, in the winter, it doesn't fluctuate. It stays a steady low temp. So you can't salt the streets because the salt doesn't work. So you got to sand them. So you get that. You get that Winnipeg gray. Dirty, the gray. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, uh, you know, it, it is what it is. But like, yeah, it's not like it's not a dirty city. I mean, but hey, it's also quite a nice city. But it is. It's not Vancouver. Yeah. It's not uh, New York City. You know, it's not uh, LA. It's not, it's not LA. LA. It's yeah. not Vegas. Yeah, yeah. We know what it is. Yeah. We live here. You I, know? To me, I just feel like. It seems like every year, once a season, there's some sort of comment that comes out about Winnipeg, and then everyone gets thrown into a yeah. big tizzy, and yeah. it's like Winnipeg's not like that. And yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. We get all and it's all on the news, whatever. and it's like breaking story: Winnipeg <laughs> is dirty, and no one wants to live here, yeah, or whatever. Yeah. And it's like it just seems like it takes over the news for a whole day when it's just like yeah. really like is it a slow news day or what yeah. like yeah. i don't know i, I whatever if if well, if we're like recording season three episode five and we're talking about this again next season okay. then it's going to be like well, come well, on we might because here's why here's my theory on the whole thing so if an, an nhl player comes to town to any town for like 24 hours basically right they fly in they go to the hotel, have a snooze, get up. Go to the rink. They want to get a coffee. They go to the rink, whatever. So here's here's the Winnipeg experience. You fly into our airport. Nice airport. Um, but then you got to drive from the airport to downtown. You're driving through an industrial park, essentially. Uh, it's not pretty. You know what I mean? Um, Do you think they're taking Portage Avenue? I don't know. It depends on the cabbie, I suppose. <laughs> I had a cabbie just the other day ask me which way I wanted to go. And I was like, that always Thank happens. You. Yeah. Thank you. Don't well, take Portage. Yeah, yeah. 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 Take Wellington. <laughs> but so the route from down to, from the airport to downtown is not necessarily pretty. They stay at the Fairmont, which is at Portage and Maine, which has barricades up. So you can't exactly. cross the you road. How across. the hell do you cross the road? You got to go underground. Yeah. Underground. There's nobody there after five because businessmen and so on they all leave and um you know and it's looks like the 70s and whatever like so you're <laughs> yeah, first and then you get lost because it's like how the jesus yeah. do i get i just want to cross the road um so you know there's all these factors and then uh i think they're going to be starting to stay at the hotel true north building directly across from the rink i would think so which and is then probably going to have while it, we it'll walk be indoors the a brand way. new modern rink it'll have the food uh, thing on the main floor with all the hot spots your gustos your lake of the woods your tacos etc and it's gonna you know it's gonna just be a sort of a better more modern classy instagrammable experience (laughs) and and i think that might go a long way to your average 
25-year-old NHLer's uh, sort of opinion. Well, there was that one comment that some guy said, I don't mind it because the casino is right there and they have TSN on TV. Yeah. And I was like, what casino is he talking about? Shark Club. And it's Shark Club, yeah. 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 I wouldn't consider that a casino. No, there's tables there and stuff. I guess. Yeah, like I never that, go there. I went there like a couple times for a burger, but I there's don't... that whole like area where there's like tables and stuff. Right. Yeah. Okay. But anyways, yeah. I don't know. I just feel like we're gonna talk about this again next sure. year, and people are gonna be like, "Winnipeg's not crappy." What are yeah. you talking about? Yeah. Well, and and hey, look, I to, uh, to me, it's like we the people who live here, we know, we get it, we still live here. It is what yeah. it is, right? Yeah. It's a good town. Um. You like you like hockey? It's the fucking hockey capital of Canada and the world, perhaps. Well, and now we got the ice, we got the moose, yeah. we got the jets, we got MGHL. You got an ODR in every single neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Plus, you got an indoor rink in every other neighborhood. Oh, you totally. Got, like yeah. it's it's hockey town. It's Everybody hockey I know here pretty much plays hockey. Like it's it's a hockey town. Yeah, for sure. There's no doubt about it. So, hockey players, come on there, like cheer, like get your head out of the whatever we can't all be la you know what i'm saying well i would much rather live somewhere with odrs yeah you know what i mean like yeah if i lived somewhere that i couldn't go skating outside yeah. then i would lose my mind yeah and we're getting close here yeah, like, you can't probably even two weeks away from odrs here i think like where i grew up it's it's a short hit or miss season for odrs because in the maritimes you get you get you get all kinds of cold, sure, but then all of a sudden she goes up for a week to zero, and all your lakes are and, and stuff they're unfrozen. And you know, and before we get uh, move ahead to the hot topics on the on the topic of ODRs, for the listeners coming up this season, we've got some cool things to oh, look forward yeah. to. Yes. We're gonna do the old ODR experience episode by mm-hmm. the fire fireside chat. It's gonna be awesome. Out at my uh, rank forty six, they're yeah. at an undisclosed location. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so stay tuned. Several episodes from now, and we'll get that in the works. Uh, and also in the works is a goaltending episode. That's true. Special yep. guest goalie uh, to be announced at a later date, but uh, in the works. Yeah, it's all in the works. It's gonna be. It's going to be pretty cool. And don't forget, if you missed the beginning, the 10th question or topic to the <laughs> Instagram DMs. Yeah, you, send us questions that you would ask a goalie. Like, what's on your mind about goalies? Like, are they crazy? Um, do you have to like? Do you have to be crazy to play goalie, etc.? Like, you got goalie questions. And then not just like, because the guy we're going to get is a goalie, but we'll be talking all, all, all topics goaltending, so... The goaltending episode. Yeah, so that's Talking Hockey Podcast at Talking Hockey Podcast on Instagram. Slide into those DMs, or if you don't have Instagram, go to send an email to talkinghockeypod at gmail dot com. We'll count those. But if you want that beer, it's got to be on Instagram, just to keep it simple. Okay. Okay. All right. What's the what's the hot topics around the league? Well, I think we uh, might know what we're going to talk about here. We've got I, we've got several sort of two main topics I think we want to touch on and that that is Don Cherry getting fired from Sportsnet and the scoring leaders dynamic duo situation so let's start with Donald S. Cherry yeah Sportsnet giving him the can um Randy like how do you feel about what has transpired in the last whatever 70 some hours or since Saturday kind of thing well honestly I can't remember the last time I watched Coach's Corner. Really? I also, I also, 
I tend to not watch any intermission stuff. Okay. Like in, I just don't like it. It's the only intermission show I watch. I'm, yeah. I'm guilty as charged. I watch Coach's Corner. So for me, uh, I just there's nothing I learn from the white noise that goes on in the intermissions. Mm-hmm. So I tend to not watch them. If yeah. I'm watching hockey on Game Center, I'll go watch a different game and yeah, then c- sure. come back. I, would I much don't ra- have Game Center. Okay, well, I would, I would much rather do that than listen to... I think if I had Game Center, I'd do that. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, teach their own too. Yeah. But for me, maybe the last time I watched Coach's Corner would have been like... I don't know when was the last Rock'em Sock'em like oh, 15 man. years ago. Who I don't yeah. know, but anyways, like I just never really got into that, and I don't, I don't know. I just it's not part of my hockey watching yeah. experience. I don't want to. Well, for Don Cherry, it's a little bit different, but say for the guys that are on certain panels and stuff, like I find that if they weren't a player or a coach, for me, I just don't really want to hear them talk. Mm-hmm. Because I would much rather hear about the game from guys who are in it. I I, 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 I tend to not really want to listen to speculation or yeah. what, whatever. And that's kind of what that's my hockey experience is. I want to just learn from that or watch games or for whatever. Sure. So for the whole Don Cherry thing, um, one, yeah, I'm I wasn't really a part of it. Like I wasn't really watching it that much. But at the same time. It you know I guess you could kind of say it's a hockey intermission yeah. and when discussions go on about things that aren't hockey what's what's yeah. what's the point yeah. Um, so yeah that's that's just kind of my point of view it's for like sure. I don't know where you're watching a hockey game and then all of a sudden it's intermission and they're talking about everything else mm. uh, I don't know yeah that, and it, so it was almost it was I think it was bound to happen because here's a guy who gets up on his soapbox and talks about whatever he wants, whenever he wants. Well, exactly. And that he was kind of like free reign and it probably, no matter what, it was bound to happen and it happened. Yeah. It's not surprising that he was fired uh, for something that he said that was controversial. That's there's zero surprise there. The, the only surprise to me is that um, it took so long and that it, uh, and also I just I, I think that Sportsnet is is culpable here. Like honestly, like they're they're at much or more at blame than Don Cherry because oh, Don sure. Cherry's been saying that this kind of thing nonstop since the not well wh- however long he's been around <laughs> doing his thing. I haven't watched ho- like he's been a part of hockey watching for me my entire life. I've never known a hockey without broadcast really yeah. without Don Cherry, and and so. It's kind of like he's he's just like so omnipresent with with what is sort of like hockey broadcasting and like Sportsnet. He's obviously a money maker, right? He's a ratings guy. Like the like he gets ratings. Coach's Corner gets ratings. That's why. Like to me, Don Cherry should have been retired five plus years ago, at least. But Sportsnet hasn't done it. CBC couldn't do it. They had however many producers and head honchos who probably tried to fire him over the years and they couldn't do it. And he outlasted all of those guys. 
and then and then Sportsnet buys the NHL rights for Canada a couple years ago, five years ago, whatever it is, for however many billions of dollars. And they got rid of and, Ron McLean. Yeah, yeah. He could and, then, and then everybody yeah. was like, "What the?" Yeah, Strombo yeah. was in there for a couple of years. Yeah, right. And 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 but they kept Cherry on because the ratings, and he makes the money, and that's the only reason. Like. So like for them to try and distance themselves from this whole thing and then to fire them like that is, is kind of like, to me, like, you know, we all know what Don, Don Cherry is and, and love him or hate him. And there, I'm not going to get into like, I don't want to be divisive about it. I don't agree with what his comments are half the time. I will say this when he talks hockey, I often agree with his hockey talk, you know, um, but he goes off on old time, old man sort of ramblings and stuff. And he's 85 and he should have been retired no less than five years ago. And, and Sportsnet just couldn't say goodbye to that cash cow. So now with, and, and it's not like before in the nineties or whatever, before social media, he wasn't getting outrage. There was outrage, but now with social media, and the, and the momentum that uh, a Twitter firestorm can b- bring and all the rest of it, it's impossible to ignore. And you just can't say things like that in this day and age. Now, whether he meant to say you people or everybody or whatever, like to me, I've watched enough Don Cherry. I know that when he says you people, he means like everybody that's not wearing a poppy, but with a little bit of a nudge and a wink yeah. towards you people. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? So it's, well, he also you just said, can't say that. He's got no tact, right? He said, you people, you come here, right? Right, so right. So that's almost inferring that yeah, they're... F- for sure. And, and Immigrants. Canada has changed. Uh, the game of hockey has changed. Don Cherry has not. But like, we, you know, we're just as guilty. I'm just as guilty for watching him every week, more or less, you know? Like, it just... I actually didn't see this episode because I was out in Ontario and yeah. yada, yada, yada. So... Um, but, it, it, you know, it's it's unfortunate that his legacy had to sort of end this way to me because if he had of if he if he had have been forced into retirement because he would have just kept doing it as long as he could. Otherwise, um, you know, he could have had this nice tour across Canada, shake some hands, kiss a few babies, you know, five, ten years ago. And then we'd all remember him as this like curmudgeonly old man who you know, whatever. But now his reputation or his legacy or whatever is going to be that of the guy who got fired for saying stuff he shouldn't have said, which I'm not arguing that he shouldn't have been fired. He should have been fired. You can't say stuff like that. So it is what it is, but I just have to feed Mo for sure. I'll just, uh, I'll just talk about Don Cherry a little more in that. uh, Well, geez, now I'm just talking. (laughs) I think we're going to have to hit pause here. Is it just space bar? No, 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 no. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, my cat was meowing. <laughs> so it but totally, anyways, it threw me for a loop, and now I was like, "Wait a second. But you're right. Like no, obviously, Sportsnet, they had the opportunity to to take control, and they didn't. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, it it was bound to happen. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I think ultimately, there's going to be people that are on both sides. There's going to be people for that sure. are like his reputation. Reputation's fine, and there's going to be people that are like he's a 
black mark on the for s- sure s- sport or whatever but yeah anyways speaking I'll, of adam lowry as we were earlier sorry to cut you off right there i was i heard i heard what he had to think about it uh, today on the radio and i thought he was pretty well spoken about it and real level-headed and gave me another reason to love adam lowry so yeah. what do you say i just said like um it was very unfortunate that he said that and like hockey's kind of a sport for everyone and you can't be you know uh, it, it was it, uh, go to tsn.ca1290 whatever i'm sure okay. the clip will be up there cool. yet but uh it was it was good it just gave me a reason another reason to believe that lowry should have a letter on his uh, jersey in winnipeg here uh, it won't be long i don't think mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. cool yeah and then i guess um whatever i guess we'll see what happens this saturday if there's like some sort of replacement or know, right? like, whatever who knows, who knows what they're gonna do but, but i'll tell you if it's more chris johnson and elliot friedman and whatever exactly I'm, I'm not See? watching that that's what i mean like that's why i watch other hockey yeah. games yeah so uh that's the don cherry report there here on okay. uh talking hockey the hockey talking show um i don't want to be divisive about it and i don't think that um i think it's just like a discussion you know like and 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 Look, Canada's had a couple opportunities in the last several weeks to show that we're different from the USA in in certain ways. And that was, you know, we reelected Trudeau, who's complete opposite of of Trump. You know, we didn't go with the conservative guy because he was too much like Trump, I guess. Right. And then um, and now we fired Don Cherry for saying something that you shouldn't say about the way Canada is kind of shaped these days. And there's nothing like in the States, there's there's a million blowhards on all their media channels saying a lot worse than what cherry said but we said look that's the last straw bud yeah so he's off the air and uh, that's the way she goes and i guess the uh <laughs> the gentle segue yeah. to the scoring <laughs> yeah. dynamic duos yeah yeah so anyways one thing that we noticed prior to recording this episode is that in the top 10 of the nhl there's a bunch of duos that are all um, leading the league in scoring. You got McDavid and Dreisaitl. You got Pasta and Marshy from Boston. You got Barkov and Huberto. Yeah. And uh, Carlson, Carlson and Ovechkin. And Ovi, right. Yeah. Um, All so, teams, yeah. so the t- top 10, there's eight of them who are our, our, our teammates. And then the other two are Matthews and, and McKinnon. McKinnon. And, yeah. and, and I guess another duo that's not listed in there is who normally has been up near the top of the league was Shifley and Wheeler, and they're quite far away from the top 10. They're like in the 30s and even lower. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think when it comes to duos, I have to say that the way that Dreisaitl is playing so far this year, kid's on a mission, man. Like, I think he's he's like, I don't know. I didn't think he was going to be that good, but he's... The Deutschland dangler. He's great. <laughs> like, and I, it, it pains me to say that because yeah. he's I like Euler. watching him play, man. He's good. I hate the yeah. Oilers, yeah, yeah. but uh, <laughs> the fact that they've got two guys like that, um, it's exciting hockey. There was a minute there last week or earlier in the week, I should say, that um, Edmonton, uh, Vancouver, and Calgary were 1-2-3 in the Pacific Division. Yeah. I don't know if it's still like that. But that, that was kind of neat to see. And it's been a while since that's happened. But, uh, and especially with Edmonton at the top of the heap. But they've been playing lights out in a way, uh, you know, and they still don't have Larson back. He's injured still. And, um, you know, they got some guys out uh, as well. But their goalie there, they got the goalie duo, Mike Smith, the ageless wonder. Um, and uh, 
Koskinen, the yeah. Finnish guy uh, who played in the KHL, who we all thought was Chia's last F you as he walked out the door signing him to that contract. But it turns out, <laughs> hey, he's not bad. Yeah. He's got a But ba- maybe he's, he's good in that situation where he doesn't have to carry the workload. Yeah. And, and sure. Yeah. Absolutely. But he's he's been playing good. And um, I, I think uh, Edmonton, I mean, they might be for real right now. I don't know. I don't know. They could. They could just like. Have I, I would a, say that they're going to be like almost like three seasons ago when they went to the Western Conference yeah, final. They're kind of more that team where again. it's like they rode you ride your best players. Yeah. Um, well, cer- I don't know. Like, certainly, they ride McDavid and Drysital. Uh, they're one and two in league scoring, and every time I watch an Oilers game, it's it's like it's appointment television in a way you're like what are they going to do now but at the same time like if the oilers can be a successful team like that then there's no reason why the jets can't be yeah because the oilers aren't that deep the jets are a deeper team and have possibly better goaltending yeah so i don't know i'd like it's just you know if the the jets win tonight they're in second in the division they're currently in whatever i don't know they're right right in the middle like there's such a area of teams all within one point that like a one win bumps you up quite a bit yeah but um i don't know maybe that's going to be like the new trend where it's like you go heavy on really talented forwards and a good goalie and then just have a bunch of d that just kind of yeah. stay at home i don't well, know i will say about the oilers d they got Clefbaum, who's a really good player and they've got darnell nurse who's a heck of a player too um and then i don't know the rest of them are yeah kind of just a ragtag group if exactly you just like so. the jets you got morrissey you know and, and yeah, yeah. whoever so, else pionk yeah so it's interesting to see but like that marsh uh sorry uh mcdavid had the hat trick the other night and that was uh the second goal was just nuts eh? we just watched that before we recorded and uh well it just seems like every single game he's doing something does, that just kind of like what yeah, exactly and he does it at such a high speed yeah that it's like yeah i would crash into the end boards <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's he's something else to watch and just the the duo of those two and then i mean on on boston pasternak was on pace i don't know it's probably changed but like he was on pace for 80 something goals you know what i mean so he's lighting it up and as is brad marchand who i think doesn't get the credit that he deserves in a way because i think it's built into his reputation for sure but really like even going back to the olympics when it was him bergeron and crosby on a line you could really see how talented he was because he kept up with crosby and they were making things happen but was that Uh, the olympics or was that the canada oh that was world cup world cup yeah Yeah. world cup yeah but i don't know i just i always feel that maybe he he will never get really lumped in with the elite players because mm-hmm. of his reputation, mm-hmm. but he's up there. Like yeah, at the yeah. end of the day, when you look at his numbers and everything, Every, pretty year good. to year, he's he's coming. Yeah, he 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 was a uh, in junior. He was highly touted, I guess, or a very good junior player. But then I think they thought his size wouldn't translate to the NHL. But look at him now, speed. Yeah, yeah. Look at him now. Yeah. So. Um, I think is that is the first period pretty much. Uh... I think that pretty much wraps up the first period for sure. Um, uh, let's let's take a quick little break. We'll come. We'll reconvene for the second period. Um, you know, take the shoulder pads off and throw an ice pack on and uh, see you in t- see you in twenty. Is that how long an intermission is? Eighteen, I think. Okay, yeah. yeah. See you in eighteen. <laughs> Thank you.
For period two, fresh beers. Cracked a fresh couple pops here. Little Brown Jug, uh, located in the East Exchange. No, sorry, West Exchange, 336 William Ave, right by Red River College in the Exchange District. Uh, nice little uh, nice little outfit they got going there. Think anyone from college listens to Talking Hockey? Uh, you know, they should. They it's part, should. Of, part of the curriculum? Yeah. <laughs> we should maybe start a course there. You know, we're good. We are looking for an intern. We were talking That's tech folk. Yeah, um, tech or vo- yeah. Why do I say tech folk? It must be well, an East Coast uh, Prairies thing. Technical vocational. I know, but I... But tech walk is what they call it. For sure. Yeah. But I don't know. Anyway. If uh, you want to be an intern, be that 11th message through <laughs> and you'll be a free intern for the yeah, year. Yeah, message us on Instagram at Talking Hockey Podcast okay. Instagram.com. Okay. <laughs> So coming up this period, we got, obviously, we got the wearing the pants question. Yeah. We got the caress cold call. Mm-hmm. And we're going to get into a little bit of a report from the road. Uh, yeah, sweet. We love our on. road reports and uh, we love our cold calls, but we also love to wear pants. We do. So um, You do. I do. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the weather is getting colder. It's it's definitely pants season. Um, and so this is the segment where... I try on somebody's pants, either a general manager or a coach, and I walk a mile in their pants to see what I would do to live their life, you know? Um, and, and I give Randy an answer to one of his burning questions. So what do you got for me today, Rand? So this week, it's not a coach, it's not a GM, it's mm-hmm. an owner. Okay. And it's Mark Chipman. He's got nice pants. I'm sure they're like gold-plated yeah he doesn't shop at the bay for men uh department he's got he's down at you know f apparel or oh, whatever yeah. getting custom dilly dally brand he's new pair probably, of pants every day oh he's probably flying to manhattan oh, and yeah. getting tailored over there by some italian mafia fella finishes his day throws yeah. those pants in the garbage has yeah. a brand new pair the next morning yeah anyways you're gonna wear a pair of mark chipman's pants here mm-hmm. the reason for which is because we're going to talk about jerseys here. Yeah. So like new jerseys, we're going to talk about <laughs> the dad <a> joke. Sorry. <laughs> new jerseys. Yeah. Okay. Tumbleweed. <laughs> but in terms of the jets jerseys, so obviously Mark Chipman, you know, you can go back in time and it's like, yeah, we're going to name the team, the jets. Cause that's what the fans want blah, yeah. blah, blah. Yeah. Keep moving forward. So over the years, we've been blessed with some classic-looking Jets heritage-style jerseys. For sure. At the time, they weren't heritage. like No, but I mean, like, mean? now now they're... Oh, yeah, yes. Now they're heritage, yeah, but, right. like, back they're basically based off of former Jets jerseys. Yep. So, you know, we had the Heritage Classic here in Winnipeg a couple years ago, and then the one that we just had. So you got the, you got the dark and the white version. They rolled out the white and dark versions for those two games two years apart basically or so my yeah my question for you is like now you got both of those jerseys floating around why don't you just make those your real jerseys because mm-hmm. everyone probably wants them i agree with that and is that your question why don't i no like so the question is yeah um well that's what i would do okay the question is um you're the owner of the team you see that everyone loves those jerseys what do you do do you try and just 
hang on to the new brand new identity of the yeah. Winnipeg Jets yeah. that's been created with that logo? Or do you see it's like, and then like every time those jerseys are revealed, you see these things like all over the internet. It's like, wow, look at these classic looking threads and yeah, all like this stuff. Yeah, like Jay and Dan, Bar Down, et cetera. They're, and they all, don't, they're the, all like, oh, you know, those are dope. As, and they don't say that about the regular jerseys. No, so yeah. wouldn't you want to be like, oh, the Jets are looking sharp every, mm-hmm. like every night, 80, 82 games a year. So yeah. if you were the owner of the Jets, you're wearing Mark Chipman's pants, like these fresh pants pants from new jersey some mafia guy just mm-hmm. killed some Tailored. sort of animal and made them for Tailored you them up for me i've got i've <laughs> leather pants am i wearing leather pants i don't know maybe <laughs> but anyways you're you're the, you're running the you're running the show mm-hmm. what do you think about the jerseys and what what's your call okay well uh good question randy thank you um First of all, I'd like to thank uh, you know, <laughs> just Mark Chipman, very nice uh, professional fellow there. Well spoken, yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, no, I, I think uh, I, I'm with you on that. In that, in that, I really love the throwback vibes of the heritage whites and and blues, as they're known. Um, yet so far this year, they've worn the the aviator baby blues a few times, and I think we've voiced our opinions on those here before that we don't necessarily love them um i think i think i like the font or the writing the script but i don't love the color you know whatever anyway but it's like why are they wearing those they got these nice new heritage blues to wear um i think that they could switch to those i don't think they will and i think that it you know like i as speaking not as mark chipman i would like to see the Jets like next year release the Timu Solani era ones with the stripe down the arm or whatever, you know what I mean? Um, or was he after the stripe? He was after the stripe. Okay. So he uh, was wearing the, like they had the Nike, the nineties Jets yeah. logo. It would have been more of a Howard Chuck with the stripe down the arm. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. But okay. So like basically there's two more sets of jerseys that can come back and I'm yeah. happy with that. Yeah. The Jets are blessed in that they've got a classic color scheme type thing going on. It looks good no matter what. And well, then, you saw the Heritage jerseys in person too. Yeah. Like you were at the game. Yeah, they like, were great. Yeah. Oh, they looked so good. And I want one. Um, my brother's got a white one. Um, I've just got one of their regular home ones. I like their home logo, their regular home logo with the circle Maple Leaf jet thing going on. Yeah. I like that. So um, maybe you keep that one, but then you make the white one. Yeah. But- I just wish that it would be like, so that they have 41 home games. Maybe 40 make, because of the Heritage Classic. Right, right, yeah. right. Uh, make... Semantics. Make, like, at least half of those, maybe more, like 30 home games. Wear whatever jersey you want. Like, wear the cool... And, like, come out with as many variations of jerseys as you want. Like, I think I'm down with that. Like, with the whole uh, different alternate jersey things. Like, w- you know, there's there's so many teams out there. Like, Columbus, they got that cool one with the cannon. Yeah, do they wear those ones anymore? Uh, I see them occasionally, I think. But I like, like those, those are way better yeah. than their normal ones. Yeah, the, the normal ones look like roller hockey jerseys. Yeah, like yeah. get rid of them. No like, offense to the, any roller hockey guys what's the out there. Hold but, up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but see, like some like our, I don't know. our listeners in San Diego yeah. playing roller hockey. San Diego. Oh yes, yeah. apologize <laughs> uh, for dissing roller hockey. Um, but I don't know, like the like perfect example, like sometimes it just boils down to like that classic look, like almost like it's a vintage look, but it's just kind of like, yeah, like that's what hockey 
jerseys should represent yeah. like that kind of classic look also like those teams that end up doing like the words yeah like, diagonally down the like you can't go wrong with that mm. jersey because it just looks cool did you see the new nashville predators stadium series one? Oh, it's, i hate it's it it's like a weird yeah. variation well, of a habs jersey and then it just in writing says nashville predators it's basic i like i there's this website called Aesthetics. Okay. Have you seen it? No. No. So basically, no. they they like it's always like Jersey Watch. Oh, okay. So like anytime there's I'll like, check it out. Yeah, it's pretty cool. They probably have an Instagram. I think so. Yeah. 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 So um, they always like if new teams are gonna release jerseys or whatever, they're on it. They're on it, and they like post things like here's what's been leaked, or and then when it is when it does come out, then it's like here's a review. Yeah. And then there's also like they have a whole like huge fan base that creates like mock-ups mock-ups yeah yeah so it's a really cool site to go to and Neat. they so they they posted this thing about the Nashville predators jersey and it was i guess it's based off the very first professional hockey team that ever played in nashville or in tennessee i think okay um regardless i think the jerseys they don't are garbage yeah. yeah but like so the classic look thing <laughs> there's a couple teams which i would say have a classic looking jersey and that would be montreal uh, Detroit, uh, Toronto, um, you know, like Chicago. Like, I don't think there's much you can do to make those jerseys look any better. So their alternate jerseys always end up looking stupid. Worse. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but then like other teams, your Winnipeg's, your uh, Columbus's, you know, Florida, whoever. Like, Actually, you know, I think Florida's alternate became their main the one with the one they wear now with the it's kind of got the stripe across and the, the black one or no, the red and white sort of stripe oh florida panthers yeah Sorry, yeah, yeah. So, i was thinking about uh, tampa oh yeah, yeah no um but i think that started as an alternate and now is a full time but i don't know but so if i'm mark chipman i have no good reason to tell you why i don't switch it full-timey but other no i do have a good reason uh, and that is jersey sales. And I'm going to keep releasing alternate jerseys and get more jersey sales. And all the meanwhile, I'll have just the regular plain guys for the, for the like, yeah. you know. But wouldn't you want, like, at at the beginning of every highlight pack, people would be like, man, look at those jerseys. I know. You know, like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. Because that's what happens. Like, wouldn't, wouldn't you want that? It's like, and, and over to the Jets versus. And you'll versus, sell more if they look yeah, good. Because like, then you'll get people not from Winnipeg being like, look at this dope jersey. You'll get Snoop Dogg buying Jets jerseys or whatever. For sure. Wearing yeah. them in rap videos He'd have stuff. both of them. Yeah. 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 So, um, I don't know, Mark Chipman. Uh, no, I'm Mark Chipman. Um, I don't know, Randy. <laughs> uh, as Mark Chipman, I'm going to have to go ahead and say, you got me on this one. I'm not sure what the hell I'm doing. Okay. I'd like to. I'd like to be able to switch it over but i got the whole board of directors breathing down my neck and look <laughs> it ain't easy being rich and 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 powerful but uh hey i don't know actually just further to your comment there about the aviators when they first came out i didn't mind them but yeah. now they bug me and that because now we have the the heritage yeah. blue one because like now it's like, like just wear well, those yeah, yeah exactly why are you wearing those so that's what i don't get is why are they still wearing those but Look, know. let's get on the horn here with our Caress cold call and see what uh, Caress of Steel <sighs> teammate. So the Caress cold call, our hockey team, our beer league hockey team is called the Caress of Steel. And what we like to do on this show is we like to call up one of our teammates without them. Randomly. Without, randomly and without them knowing it's coming, we're just going to cold call them 
and uh, we'll get their thought on the pants question, basically. So um, who are we trying? We're going to try Mr. Chung Tran. Yeah. Okay. So let's give him a whirl. I think we know that he is at the game, at the Jets and uh, okay, here we go. Avs game. So hopefully he picks up. It's... um. Oh, it's ringing. Do you hear that in your headphones? Yeah, I do. Yeah, okay. It's head. It's uh, intermission, I think. Okay. He's probably in line to pee or something. Maybe. Or for a beer. Maybe a jet dog. Okay. I'm not gonna leave him a voicemail. Okay. <laughs> we're gonna go. We're gonna go down the list here. Okay. Um, we're gonna go. Should I text him and be like, "Hey, pick up." Well, you could, but are we going to just fill Yeah, just time? call it, Try the next one. Try okay. the next one. Um, we are going to go with... Where is he? Is he in my phone? Oh, here we go. Who do we got now? Okay. Okay, yeah. here we go. The French Connection. Real Durand from Le... St. Boniface. Oh, what was that? Was that somebody? It was somebody's. That wasn't me dinging. I got it. I got it set oh, on silent. I, I thought. Uh, never mind. I thought that was maybe a, <laughs> a callback. Okay, here we go. I'm gonna go back to. Yeah. Okay. Let's call up number sixty-three, Real Duran. See if he picks up. Le mitan malade. Oui, avec le gros mitan malade. Is it ringing? It should right. be. Yeah. Must have a long distance number. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> All the way across the river over there. It's on speaker. Hmm. Here oh, we here we go. Yep. Hey, Riel. Randy. You're live on Talking Hockey. <laughs> Salute. How you doing, bud? We're, uh, we're doing all right. We're uh, just sitting here at the Jets game. Uh, we're uh, nice. about uh, 15 uh, minutes until third period starts. Oh. oh, right on. How's the game so far? Uh, it's actually pretty exciting. I mean, the Jets are still down one, but uh, some, some really, really nice plays going on. Uh, we can see some really good hustle, but see with the Jets, uh, either some really bad balances or just some... Like tough scrambles that the Jets just can't capitalize on, capitalize on as, as probably as you'd like to. Okay, well, hopefully they can pot one here in the third, and we'll uh, maybe get some overtime where the Jets have been quite successful. Here, here's hoping, you know. And if that doesn't happen, at least you know there's always beer. So. Yeah, true <laughs> that. Okay, I won't keep you much longer because the period's going to start here. But anyways, you're part of the wearing the pants episode or wearing the pants uh, <laughs> segment here, and. Uh, Basically, Mike. <laughs> Sorry, we got a call back. Going. Yeah, the okay. question. Mike, my question for Tom was with these sweet heritage jerseys uh, in full effect uh, after this, you know, after both heritage, uh, jer- uh, heritage games, do you make the switch to wearing those heritage jerseys from the current jerseys that the Jets are wearing? Like full if, time. Full time. Run that question by me again. Okay, sorry. So if. We've got basically you've got the white heritage jersey and the dark heritage jersey now, right? Yeah. And so, do you eventually transition those into being your regular jerseys, or do you still play using like the 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 kind of the classic, uh, the original new Jets the standard uh, Jets standard 2.0. Jets jerseys that they're wearing? 
No, no, no. Heritage is, is a special kind of jersey. You wear that for the Heritage Classic. Uh, you, you, you gotta, you gotta stick to your brand, and uh, and and you, you, sometimes you gotta force a jersey down people's throats. I mean, look at that 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 blue uh, that bluebird blue. There. It's kinda, it's kinda <laughs> yes. dead. You know, not everybody loves it, but those who like it like it a lot. You know? so, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's a good viewpoint. I like that actually. Yeah. That makes sense to me. I, I differed from your opinion, Raoul, but I yeah, I, I can mean you would. You would. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well thanks for uh, being a guest here on Talking Hockey. Tom will buy you a beer at the next Crest yeah. Steel game here for being a guest and enjoy the third period. Excellent. I definitely will. All yeah, right, man. Take it easy, Bye. man. Bye. Right on. Well, okay. that was a successful caress cold call. I I, I'm going to call this guy back here. Okay. Yeah. Well, sure. Let's. <laughs> well, we were on the call with Real. We got the call back from the first first yeah. uh, first dude here. Yeah. So see, we'll we'll see if it'll probably go right to voicemail. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's screening Hello? your calls. Hey, Chung. Hey, what's up, buddy? You're live on Talking Hockey. I got a question for you. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> so the question for Tom this week was: Should the Jets? move into wearing the heritage jerseys full time or should they stick with the classic jets 2.0 jerseys why or why not well that's a tough one you don't want to sell you don't want to you don't want to sell off like your big seller right off right off the bat kind of got to ease it in so i'm gonna say stick with the originals right now and maybe in five years move to the heritage classic oh he's got the long-term vision i like it he's looking ahead yeah yeah Go play in the long game. <laughs> and so, are you at the game right now? I'm at the game right now. Yeah. How's it going? Uh, it's great. Yeah. Sitting right behind the jet <laughs> Oh yeah, cool. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> any 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 inside scoops you can share with we're, us? We're sitting right we're sitting right behind Dave Lowry. Oh, the, oh Dave! Oh, jungle. <laughs> call him Jungle. Hey, that's what uh, yeah. that's what yeah. they call him. Cool. Right on, Chung. Well, uh, thanks for being a guest on Talking Hockey. Tommy will buy you a beer the next uh, Crest game. Oh, excellent. Yeah. (laughs) All right, man. Take it easy. See you later. Bye. Oh, man, I'm going to... There you go. Two different answers. I'm going to drain the bank account. (laughs) Yeah, no, that was good. That was great. That was a very successful edition of Crest Cold Calls, if I do say so myself. The double. Right on. Excellent. Well, and, and both guys were at the game that's on right now so uh jets and avs which we will know the result of by the time you're listening to this podcast uh talking hockey podcast season two episode five here we are hit us up on instagram at talking hockey podcast on twitter at talking hockey pod send us an email at talking hockey pod at gmail.com and uh 10th dm gets a beer at Zucram's with the boys. So we can talk some hockey in yeah. person. Yeah. Um, so Tommy, I want to hear this report. Yeah. So yeah. last, this past weekend took a roadie. Yeah. We down, were both on roadies down, down to grand forks, went and checked out some hockey. Uh, I'm going to roll, roll the old report from roll the roadie, clip. roll it here. And then we can, uh, talk about it on the, on the way out here. So he, here, yeah, here's the clip. Let's hear it. Okay, so we're live on location here in Grand Forks, uh, talking hockey, the hockey talking show. 
Last night, uh, we, we went and checked out the uh, UND Fighting Hawks play against Miami State. And uh, it was a close game, but uh, UND ended up coming out on top. They won uh, back-to-back games Friday and Saturday. I'm here with my nephew, Ashley. Ashley, just tell me about your thoughts on the game yesterday. It was really cool. Um, so UND and Miami went back and forth. It was The goals were really close. By the end of the first game, there was five goals scored. And then at the very end, there was like... There was an empty net, and it was so... And everyone was nervous because it was 5-4, and they and Miami had a bunch of chances, but um, UND shut them out. By the end of the first period, it was they already scored five goals, right? Between both teams? Between both teams. It was 3-2. And what did you think about seeing the arena the ralph anglesad arena because it's it's a pretty nice arena i've heard people talk about it that have been there before this was my first time what were your thoughts for being the first time the jumbotron was huge and after every single goal uh every single und goal uh fireworks shot shot up it was so cool and then there was the big organ and even the school band was there playing music and what would you say you've been to you've seen games in Winnipeg and you've seen games here in Grand Forks now how would you compare the two I don't know they're both really cool the jumbotron was better in UND but I don't know okay anything any other final thoughts on this experience seeing some college hockey down here in Grand Forks uh not really Right on. Thanks for being a guest on Talking Hockey, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye. So, yeah, that was our hockey insider, Ashley Conrad. F and A's, man. My nephew, not cousin. Oh, yeah, Yeah. sorry. Yeah, Neff. But, Uh, uh, yeah, that was was the experience, and like he said, um, it's a phenomenal rink. It's like marble and brick, and the ceiling in the arena is like finished with tile and stuff. So before we recorded, you were saying Ralph Engelstad is a, uh, was a former UND goalie. Uh, whether alumni. a player, for sure. I'm okay, not sure if he's yeah, a goalie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh, <laughs> alumni of UND, whatever, and uh, involved in hockey some way when he went there. Made a lot of money. Made a lot of money as a guy in the world, and then came back and philanthropized a little bit of it, building a stadium. That's pretty sweet. Brent, like... Like, look at... Like, how old is it? How When they built it? I think it thing? opened in 2001. Oh, okay. So, so it's, uh, it's 20 a nice, years old or so. Yeah, but it doesn't seem like that. And uh, beautiful concourses. Um, I'll, I'll send some photos to yeah. you that you can put on the sure. on the, yeah. on the post there. For um, sure. Obviously, you've got like a, like a... Just like a built-in hockey heritage just being in... North Dakota, like it's kind of a like a like a a well known hockey program. Like it's you, like Saskatchewan of the USA. Basically, you go through the you go through through the concourse, and there's pictures of like all these former players from mm-hmm. whether it was like guys like Doug Smale to like Smaley. Yeah, nice. uh, Ed uh, Belfour was at UND. Yeah, right uh, um, you have and then current guys. You've got like Brock uh, Brock Brock Bezer. Brock Bezer. Yeah. yeah, Jonathan Taves, obviously, um, Tucker Pullman. Cool. Uh, there's there's tons um but yeah it's like it's more than a hockey arena it's like it's a well-built place like yeah. and like nicely designed and and just yeah like he's like ashley said the jumbotron like you'd almost 
want to watch the game on the jumbotron. <laughs> it was so nice, That's awesome. and it was like the way that. How many does it seat? Do you think it's? We looked it up. I think it's just under twelve thousand. Oh wow! So yeah, it's good size. And the reason for that, like, it doesn't seem that much smaller than the than the MTS Center, but on both ends they have like these big suites oh, yeah. that are like like look like lounge like giant like oh, nice neat. lounges yeah. that are on both ends oh. and then on one on the one end is like this huge organ that's like chicago stadium like style. a pipe organ yeah like it's whatever. crazy yeah that's amazing yeah that's what hockey rinks are missing these days like, yeah they and gotta... the the real organ and then like yeah. you you're like you walk in the concourse you have all these pictures of like all the former players mm. um like the 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 history is like all is is everywhere it's on the walls yeah. um you know it's like marble floors and like the logo is in the <laughs> like it's crazy like it's yeah. a it's a phenomenal building yeah and the and the vibe too it's like when they score well, the, they got the fire I, we heard the b-roll you yeah. were rolling there before the interview well they got they cousin, got fireworks after a goal mm. um the 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 in-game production is crazy plus they have like the school marching band yeah in well the seats. anytime you got a band going so like it's like drums they, and they still the have horns. the they still have the in-house music but then they also like have the band playing songs and then yeah. like the fans it's like after every single goal it's like they have this chant that they do like Sure, fighting yeah. hawks goal score whatever and like yeah, everyone yeah. does it they like do a little you don't have that uh experience at jets games so no. it's like when you see everyone is involved yeah. um yeah it just it was a very cool That's experience overall that like it just everyone is there for hockey yeah college sports in general are known for that kind of thing in the in the states um in canada not really like the the university college experience in the u.s is quite different than here and in alumni sort of means something in the usa whereas here it's like oh yeah great you went to this university whatever i went to that one doesn't really fucking matter but it's it's super cool and i'm into it I, I wish that like at our games like even at like a junior game or whatever that they had drums so i mean i just maybe i'll just add to this yeah in that so i was also away i don't have a road report that <laughs> i filed i didn't file a road report Oh, then, but I then, was then on the, the company's road. not going to pay for your travel receipts. <laughs> I know, man. Damn it. <laughs> <sighs> Can I fight this? No. no. Uh, but uh, so I was at a Kingston Frontenacs of the OHL. I was at a, speaking a, a of France Kingston. games. Yeah, speaking of Kingston, home of Don Cherry. I was at a France game. That's what they call them, the France. Okay. Um, they got uh, they got drummers there because it's a big military town, right? Uh, and and that's I mean my wife's partner is is sorry my sister's wife or my sister's partner or whatever is military and it was military appreciation night like uh or like remembrance day ceremony type right. of deal yeah so uh, she got us all tickets and me and my whole family went and it was my niece my ten year old niece's very first ever hockey game. Nice. And my sister hates hockey because she grew up with me, my brother, and my dad, and we're all hockey nuts. Yeah. We're, n we're just nuts about hockey. And um, anyway, so, but she came and she, you know, she had a good time. And, but my niece, my 10 year old niece had a great time at her very first ever hockey game. She was, she was chanting and screaming and stuff and, you know, you know, cheering on the front and axe. Was everything. it a packed house or what? Yeah, pretty, you know, there was 4,000 or whatever there and the stadium maybe holds six or seven. So, oh, yeah. you know, it was a good crowd. Cool. Um, tons of military there, mm -hmm. including um, my sister-in-law, Brooke. She had her full military 
combats on or whatever. It was pretty sweet. And, uh, yeah, it was, it was, it was a good, it was a good night. And, and Maddie, my niece, she taught me to do the floss or try oh, yeah. to, cause we wanted to get on dance cam, but <laughs> didn't work. But anyway, um, it's not as fancy as a rink, but that's where the tragical hip played their last show. Eh? Oh, yeah. It used to be called the K rock center, but now it's the Leon's center, but it's on tragically hip way. Anyway. Nice. One more thing about that. They played the P- Peterborough Pete's. We'll talk about the Pete's shortly uh, as a result of our vintage hockey air player. But uh, the Pete's had Jets draft pick Declan Chisholm on the team. And my niece was like early in the game. He's number 20 for the white team for the Pete's. So early in the game, my niece says, Number twenty's mean. I don't like him. <laughs> and and then I looked him up, and I was like, "Oh, that's a jet." And I was nice. like, "He is. He does have a little bit of meanness in him. I like him." So he's a sturdy defenseman. He's got twenty points in twelve games or whatever, and plays a mean game. So cool. Yeah. My last uh, little was, yeah, thought about UND. No, yeah, no, thanks yeah, yeah. for the because uh, you know you got to go check out the OHL experience if you haven't. For sure. For um, sure. But for UND. Uh, with Grand Forks only being, you know, two hours and change from Winnipeg, yeah. the the quality of hockey, I wouldn't say like you won't like. Obviously, it's not pro, yeah, but it's still great hockey. It's good, yeah. So like, go down there, experience the rink, check out the hockey. You'll have a blast. I'd love the, to. The vibe yeah. is awesome. Um, I really like. And then that. you can go to like Happy yeah. Harry's and get a bunch of beers. <laughs> <laughs> is that a campus bar? No, Happy Harry's is like the duty-free alcohol place oh, okay yeah. yeah i don't know anything about going to the usa oh. to be honest with you yeah no grand forks uh two, like i said two two and a half hours maybe yeah and uh great hockey good okay. vibes uh great beers actually they had like uh they actually had um craft beers at the arena so if you're listening mark chipman <laughs> Yeah. What's going on at the Bell MTS place? Like I I do like Mill Street 100th Meridian, but like the rest of your selection sucks. Um and I'll say this about the Leon Center in Kingston, Ontario, also a not bad beer selection. Yeah. I was I had a uh Bose Lug Tread. Oh, I love that beer. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. With a uh, tractor on it. Yeah. Yeah. Um and they had some other ones as well, but anyway. Um Fargo Brewing Company at the Ralph Anglestad Arena. Yeah. Like so, like, what's Michael going Brew. on with uh, the Jets that they can't? get Well, they're back probably going? slaves to yeah, Budweiser. Exactly. Yeah. But anyways, big, big corporate. <laughs> Got to pay the beer. bills. Yeah. yeah. So we're we're sipping on our local craft beers here, our little brown jug, golden ale, and uh, we'll keep it that way. So thank you very much. So it's uh, time for the uh, second intermission here. We got to rest up here and mm-hmm. uh, get a little game plan going. Get the whiteboard out. Uh, yeah, make big some third plays, coming up. Big get, third coming up. Get some up. puck deep, and Dig here deep. we go, boys. Here we go. Back for the third. Uh, here we go, boys. Yeah, pucks dropping, and they're off. We're off. You know, talking hockey, the hockey talking show, your mom's favorite podcast, my mom's favorite podcast. Anyway, I know that for sure. So 
Here we are. We're going to talk about our vintage hockey hair player of the week. We're going to talk about our local legend of the week. Uh, but first, let's get into the v- VHH, as they say. Um, so on Instagram, head on over to at Talking Hockey Podcast and uh, scroll on through. You'll just see a multitude of mullets, um, loads of lids. No, well, you know, there's a couple weird lids like those old Jofa ones and stuff. You know, I got all that. But today we're going to talk about. The man who, um, I mean, he had quite a him. He had himself quite a career. His name is Bob Gainey. He played entirely for the Montreal Canadiens, and the photo that inspired me to get this here, uh, um, to make him the vintage hockey year player of the week. His, the photo that inspired me is is he's got a poodle haircut, essentially. <laughs> uh, sorry, I was just trying to bring up the actual post I had made about him, and then I lost it, so I'm going to get right back to it. Here it is. Um, yeah, the qu- the uh, caption, Bob Gainey's stylist thought he said, give me the poodle. It's not clear what he actually did say, and then that's the photo, yeah. the, the old po- poodle do, as they say. Yeah. Um, it's it's like a perm gone wrong in the it like mullet short on top long in the back. It's a weird haircut. It's pretty weird. Yeah, Very I don't weird know. Haircut. Like it, it reminds me of like Robin Hood or something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like yeah that like the the one that came out in like the '60s or something. Yeah, maybe. it's like I think it's it was. Weird. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I'm sure in the moment it was like he would have been one of little john's merry men yeah. or whatever for sure but i'm sure when he got that haircut he was like damn i'm looking good <laughs> oh absolutely he came to the ring for photo day and was like boys i'm feeling fine <laughs> um but he was drafted in the first round of boat in the in so 1973 he's drafted in the first round of the nhl draft and the wha draft oh uh, geez selected by the habs he had to flip o- a coin yeah habs Selected by the Habs, eighth overall in the NHL draft, and selected seventh overall by the Minnesota Fighting Saints in the WHA. But he uh, obviously only played for the Habs because he played from 73-74 through to 88-89. And every single year of that was for Montreal, all 1,160 games. So he's a guy that won the Selkie Trophy a lot. Like, oh, yeah. I think like, that he they should rename it after him. They invented the Selkie Trophy for yeah. him, basically. Um, but like vintage hockey hair wise, he's he's our player because he embodied that sort of seventies, eighties hairdo. Oh yeah, like he always and he wasn't he didn't have a bucket on through the through a lot of the seventies. He probably put one on in the eighties some point there. Well, I'm pretty sure he rocked the Jofa, right? Yeah, I was gonna say Cooper. Uh, I, don't I don't know. I don't know. Maybe both. But yeah. um, tune in to Vintage Chuck Hair Podcast uh, on Instagram to find out. But he he definitely put a helmet on eventually. Um, but he was a guy that was like a real student to the game. Like he 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 was um, known as a defensive player even from when he was in junior. A lot of guys in junior put up all the points, and then <laughs> and then they like. You know they they kind of get drafted and then have to pick up a different role to become a player in the NHL, an everyday player. And he was, he, but he was drafted as a defensive sort of center. He's the Adam Lowry of the seventies, defensive a way. specialist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Oh it, shit! Look at this picture. 
<laughs> oh man, Superman? No, Bob Gainey. So earlier I teased a little bit about. Um, well, I'll just give you his stat breakdown. Actually, oh yeah, he totally rolled the, rocked the Jofa. So he did. Yeah. My apologies. Okay, so Bob Gainey. Yeah. Give so, me some Gainey facts. Yeah. Here. So, like I said, eleven hundred and sixty games played in the NHL. Every single one of them with the Montreal Canadiens. He only played. He only ever played six. I just held up the number two, but I mean six uh, games in the AHL in his wow. rookie year. And then, and then they called him up, and that was that. By the second year, he's playing with Cornwallier and uh, some other dude whose name I forget, but he was on their second line, you know, playing playing top minutes, being a shutdown guy. Um, but what was I just about to say? Oh, yeah, his numbers. 502 career points, 239 goals, 263 assists. So point five points a game, basically, you know, a little shy of that. Um, and only 585 penalty minutes in his entire career. Like, you know, he's maybe he took, you know, his, his, his highest penalty minute year was 57, but most of the other years were way less than that. And that's pretty so, good for playing a lot of minutes. Yeah, exactly. And, and just, you know, he was a penalty killer, not a penalty taker, you know, I'm a lover, not a fighter, but, um, Gainer. Yeah, a big playoff leader, too. Like, his playoff numbers were really good, too. Like, 182 playoff games, 73 playoff points. So, he was just a real clutch fella. Um, they called him Le Capitaine in Montreal. What so, does that mean in English? Uh, that means, uh, you know, uh, emu shaver. No, I don't know. Why would I say that? I don't know. It means, it means the captain, Randy. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah. But his, he was, uh, I just thought, man, I'm having a difficult time with my telephone here. Where, where's the intern when you need them? Uh, that's what I'm saying. God. So get at us. Talk, uh, talk pod at gmail.com. Uh, we'll give we'll write you a great letter of recommendation. Oh, for sure. So you can hang out while we're recording this episode. Yeah, well, you'll be our production manager for sure. So um, about Bob Gainey, though, he uh, he went on to coach two years after he retired. He, he retired, took a year off, and then he was a head coach at the Minnesota North Stars, and he coached them for a handful of years. Went down to Dallas and coached them for their first three or so years down in Dallas. Um, and then he got a job. I think he was general manager of Montreal for a bit. He took over as head coach during one season there, maybe two seasons. Um, but I alluded to it earlier. He was a Peterborough Pete alumni. He's from Peterborough, Ontario. Um, and he got to play for his hometown the, team. Yeah, the Peter nice. Patch. He played one year of OHL, and it was for Peterborough. And, uh, and then he got drafted and played pro. But, like, just, like... I don't know, like just one of those like solid hockey players and and mind, solid hockey mind. Oh yeah, he's currently a student of the game, if you will. Yeah, I think he's currently a consultant for the St. Louis Blues. So whatever that means. So he's got a ring, another ring. Yeah, I don't know how many he's got, but he's probably got enough. But um, maybe he wants more, and I'm yeah. sure he does. So well, when you think about, for me, like for my generation or what do you whatever you want to call it yeah when you think about um captains for the montreal canadians i think about him yeah. and i also think about Guy carbon yeah same so hey, like yeah. but i when i like when you think of like the 
the classic captain of the Habs. I it's, think of those two guys. Yeah, yeah. You know, obviously there's been a bunch of guys since. But like, in Patrick our lifetime, and if you will. Whatever, but like yeah. it just seems like those are always like the classic captains. Like, yeah. The, the guy who played the tough minutes, um, like, you know, the two-way center or the mm. two-way forward, the kind of thing. Bob and, Ganey was kind of like like what uh, uh, Dryden, Ken Dryden sort of was for goaltending. Bob Ganey, in a way, was for you know forwards also like, like larry robinson i feel yeah, is kind of like yeah in like that those group. three for sure like yeah, they're like, just timeless uh like hall of famers yeah. well he's a hall of famer yeah for they're sure they're all hall of famers for for sure heck of a guy gainer so, gainer i would think that that'd be his nickname yeah gainsy yeah because uh gainy is already kind yeah. of like <laughs> yeah so gainsy probably gains? gainer gains gain yeah i like gainer 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 yeah. or bobby <laughs> Yeah. Or Robert. I'm streaking, Bobby. <laughs> Hit me. <laughs> yeah. But uh, anyway, check out his poodle hairdo on uh, at Talk and Hockey Podcast on Instagram. Scroll down quite a ways because that was uh, that was some time ago that I posted that. If you do uh, the Google image search on Bob Ganey, like I just did, you'll see the poodle haircut. Mm-hmm. You'll also see the Superman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where he's like wearing a dress shirt with a yeah. Habs jersey yeah. underneath, and he's opening it like Superman. Nice. So. Yeah. There you go, Gainer. Love it. So as we transition here over to the local legend, mm-hmm. uh, this guy is kind of tied into the old uh, UND experience for nice. me because uh, our boy Johnny Taves. Yeah, I don't Taser. know. I've never met him before, but he's he's our boy. <laughs> he's your boy. Yeah, <laughs> he played for UND for two seasons. Straight out of South Saint Fatal, I believe. Yeah, there's a whole rink named after mm-hmm. him now. Yeah, mm-hmm. <clears throat> that's where we play him a spring hockey. There it is. Um, so. Obviously, we all know and love Jonathan Taves. He's got three cups. He's in Canadian Tire commercials. Couple gold medals. He's got a couple gold medals. He's got some world championships. Um, you know, I guess well, it was maybe roughly around their third cup, 2015, when the conversation was really starting to happen about who's the better player slash captain, Crosby or Taves. Right. Yeah. And I feel that maybe Taves has kind of cooled off enough lately. Well, Crosby's that, won two cups since. Yeah, and, and he's like Crosby was obviously part of the World Cup and that kind of thing and yeah. played a key role there. Obviously uh scoring he, the golden goal in twenty ten. Uh but also Jonathan Taves had a great Olympics in twenty ten as well. Yeah. But <clears throat> I think um, he led the team in scoring through the tournament. Oh well, he he was clutch. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Um, as, but as far as Taser goes, um, the first cup he won was in 2010 and he also won the Conn Smythe. So that's, that's obviously the, uh, MVP of the playoffs. Um, he passed Peter Forsberg as the youngest player to join the triple gold club and the triple gold club is the Stanley cup, Olympic games, gold and world championship gold medal. The world championship is the one in the spring over in Europe. It varies. I think doesn't, isn't it always somewhere different, but it, yeah, 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 yeah. But, but it's, it's, be, it's, it's basically the teams that don't make the playoffs yeah, go and play world championships. Exactly. Yeah. So that, that's only been, they had it in Halifax and Quebec city in like 2008. Other than that, it's like in Europe every time. Oh yeah. Yeah. I never really notice. Yeah. It just kind of happens. It's a neat tournament, yeah. but yeah, it's, I'm usually, kind of busy watching the playoffs lately yeah exactly like there's 
when I wasn't caring so much about like, or when the Jets weren't here, yeah, yeah. I was watching that a lot yeah. more. But now I'm just kind of more into playoff hockey. But obviously, uh, Taser is also known for. Uh, and do you remember this? Like the multi shootout mm, World Junior World Juniors, yeah, yeah. where where you could because you were allowed you to could use resend the same, the same guy, again. and he yeah. just kept scoring. They just kept putting him out because he kept scoring. So he is from obviously Winnipeg, from Saint Vitale. Um, he did play. Does it his who do he play for? Like around here? Do you know? Like well, the Saint Vital, what are they called? The Saint Vital. They were called the Vicks, I think. Yeah. Did yeah. It may not say that, but yeah, yeah. I don't know. Sorry, I interrupted your train of thought. Yeah, there. I don't know. I'm just reading Wikipedia. Yeah. <laughs> Our good friends yeah. at Wikipedia down there on uh, yeah, we, corner of Osborne and River. We called up the old Wiki folks here, uh, WikiLeaks. Um, but anyways, Taser played for UND. Uh, Here's a little inter- interesting. Tip. Well, they they were they've got his number retired there. They eh? do, so yeah. you showed me a picture. Well, but 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 check this out here. This okay. is maybe something you didn't know about Taser. Okay. Yeah. And this is maybe airing some dirty laundry. Oh, <laughs> hit me up. In January 2007, Taves and former North Dakota teammate T.J. Oshie mm-hmm. received alcohol-related citations for being minors in a Grand Forks North North Dakota tavern. Look, the boys got to go for a beer to celebrate a victory now and then. Taves and Oshie pleaded guilty to the charges. As you would. The two Look, were later placed us. on probation and ordered to por- perform community service. Hey. And then they won a bunch of Stanley Cups. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> hey, look. I'll tell you. What's the drinking age down there? 21? Oh, yeah. And Taser would have been 18, yeah, right? Because he only played a year or, two or so of uh, college hockey before joining the NHL to be a captain. He was like one of the youngest captains ever to be named, you know what I mean, in the NHL? I think he's... Crosby think, might have been a little younger. No, but no, was, uh, I think it was he was younger than Crosby, but then oh, I think yeah. Landis Cog was younger than him. Okay. Yeah. Anyways, we're we're uh, rambling here. Um, but any, the last thing I want to say about Taser is that he's actually got a lake named after him in Manitoba. What? Yeah. Really? Uh, after he won his third cup. What? There's a lake... Where? 150 kilometers north of Flin Flon is named Taves Lake. Nice. I've been to Flin Flon. There you go. Maybe you swam into Taves Lake. No, I didn't. <laughs> I was only at the airport. Okay, well. Or that, no, we, that was, no, sorry. That was the paw. I was, I was in the paw. We only flew above Flin Flon. Anywho. The last thing about Taser, he's now our Canadian tire whatever you call it, like spokesperson. He's in all the commercials. Um, he's probably making a pretty good Well, he's doing a great job because yeah. I find myself a Canadian tire frequently. You know, somewhat frequently. I don't know. I go to Canadian tire now and then. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't been, but I love that place. Yeah. Anyways, Jonathan Taves, the local legend, inspired by my experience in UND. Yeah. At UND. I've got a photo that I'll send to Tommy for okay. the old Instagram um, Perfect. That's, I think, does it for the third period yeah. here, Tom. And so, yeah, Taves, local legend inspired by UND trip. Bob Ganey, local uh, vintage hockey hair player inspired by my uh, Peterborough Pete's versus Kingston Frontenacs. There you uh, go. Th- so there you have it. And John Don Cherry, Kinsing. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, that's the end of the game. Or is it? I think so. I would like to just say uh, thank you for tuning in. If you liked the show, 
Give us the five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. Leave a review. Tell your friends. Share it. Share the link. Go to www.umfm.com. That's the uh, University of Manitoba website, the campus radio website. We're part of that crew. It's awesome. Uh, they did awesome during their funding drive. They got like 44 grand. Their goal was 36. So oh. they're putting a new tower up for further range, I wow. believe is the goal. Right on. So um, thanks to Jared for uh, yeah. all his hard work for that and for having us Ab- involved with, uh, with the programming. Absolutely. So um, I just, I think we should go out on a song and I this will be our new tradition. We're now going out on a song all the time. Um, did we say everything we needed to say? Uh, I, th- I think aside from just reiterating the 10th person through <laughs> on the DMs, <laughs> get your questions in. We'll go out for a beer. Yeah. Yes. Super. If you missed the whole prior episode. Also, yeah. thanks to Chung and thanks to Rial for appearing on Talking yeah, Hockey. We'll see you at the rink, boys. Yeah, absolutely. So let's go out on a little song. It kind of says it all. R.E. Don Cherry. It's called Dear Coach's Corner by Propagandy, uh, lo- some local legends themselves right there, hey? So uh, friggin' rock on and keep your stick on the ice, boys and girls, and anybody who wants to keep their stick on the ice, just give her. Pucks deep. That was sickening last week, by the way. What? Uh, that's what is going junk. on with you here? No, it's not. What is this stuff on here? We're Hockey Night in Canada, and we're talking about saving the world and all that stuff. Let's talk hockey. Well, that's the whole idea behind yeah. December the 25th. Let's talk about some good guys. Okay. Let's talk about the troops. Between these men and to-